0: JD Talking Sports, Sunday, January 29th, 2017. We are, right now, we would be about an hour and 45 minutes into Super Bowl 51 between the Falcons and Patriots. But right now, we have the Pro Bowl on. Miss Universe, which is more interesting right now than the Pro Bowl, in my opinion. Some other stuff. How about that? Federer today wins his 18th Grand Slam over Rafael Nadal Federer was down 3-1 in the 5th won the last 5 games wins the 5th set 6-3 18th Grand Slam how about that I mean that's it's pretty awesome and he is now 4 ahead of Nadal who was his closest competitor over 14 I mean that's closest guy to catch him right now of the current guys that is That's a a, a hell of a career, my friends. And Nadal had been winning big time over... Okay, Isaac, I'm sorry, you got to go. Nadal, going into the match, had been... Actually, he'd won the last three in Australia against Federer. Federer had not beat Nadal at a Grand Slam since 2007 Wimbledon. And I mean that's he's now Nadal's now six and three against Nadal's six and three against Federer. McEnroe says he is the best player of all time. You know, hey, eighteen Grand Slams. Who's going to argue with him? Unbelievable. I tried. I tried uh, watching some of it. I, I I couldn't stay awake. I tried. And also, he's the. Oldest man to win a Grand Slam singles, Federer, in 45 years. I was going to give the answer away, but that's a good trivia question, so I'm going to leave it for later. And he hadn't played an official tourney for more than six months because of a knee injury, Federer. And his first Grand Slam win since Wimbledon in 2012. Good for him. Man, you know what? 35, he he beat Varenka in the semis in five sets. Hey, you know, Federer, all the more power to him. Because I thought, I thought that, Nadal was going to beat him, especially up 3-1 of the fifth. I thought it was over, and I couldn't stay awake, so I'm like, it's time for me to go to bed. And how about yesterday? Serena, her 23rd, she is one behind that. Now, that's an open record. It's since the open era record, she just passed Steffi Graf of 22. She's one behind Margaret Court, who has a total of 24 Grand Slam single titles. Unbelievable. that's her and it was her 10th major for Serena since she turned 30. Venus was at 36 the oldest in grand slam singles and open era. How about that? You have Federer who wins, you have Venus who, who in for the women. What a t- three players over 30. Serena her her coach didn't tell her she was number 1 if she won the match against Venus because she didn't want, you know, put too much pressure on a on the, the match was enough. Now when you watch the the award ceremony after the match, which I actually watched it on tape delay on Saturday, I taped it. My mom wanted to see. We watched the whole match. It was cool. I mean, you know, six four six four. But Venus played tough, and I'll tell you, there was a couple of balls she hit in the net that if things could point here, point there, she might have been able. I don't think she could have beat him, but I definitely think it would have went three sets. And then at the award ceremony, Serena oh, Venus went first. Gave Serena, you know, said that's my sister, and Venus was fantastic. Serena, not as. She's a little more quiet. Venus is the more outgoing of the two. And they're totally, like, opposite body type. I mean, Serena is built like a Mack truck, and Venus is this tall, skinny, you know, lanky girl. It's kind of interesting. They have totally different body types and everything, but they both hit the ball hard. And on back ends, they go down on one knee, how they hit it. I said, M- my mom plays a lot of tennis. I go, Ma, you ever hit like that? She goes, no, I could never do that. <laughs> and then Serena's now number one because Angelique Kerber lost in the fourth round to... Coco Vanderway, who lost to lost Venus in the semifinals. And actually, Venus is now 2-7 and seven on the last night against her sister Serena. Venus's last Grand Slam singles title was 2008 against her sister Serena. Now, Venus was... She has a sojourns an immune, immune deficiency disease. Actually, my mother has the same thing. And she was in the she was one hundredth ranked in the world, and she is now gonna go Monday in WTA. She's gonna be number eleven. And she wants to keep playing. I, and I see her, no reason why she shouldn't. And it was Serena's seventh Australian Open title, which broke her record of six. And MJ, how about this, sent Serena a pair of custom twenty three Air Jordans to celebrate her record breaking grand slam title. I thought that was cool. MJ, you freaking rock. You rock. You rock. How about this? Knicks today, 142, 139, they lost in four overtimes to drop to 21 and 28, but still, four overtimes. And at the end of the second overtime, accordingly, hit a three to send it into triple overtime. Carmelo hit a layup with 2.6 six seconds left to send it at overtime at 104, 104. You had Carmelo foul out. He only had 45 on the day. He had 17 in the first quarter, 23 at the half, 45 for the game, man. How about that? 18 for 36 on field goals, Carmelo, but 45 points. Paul Millsap had 37 points in 61 minutes for the for the Hawks. How about that? He played 61 minutes. Porzingis had 15 points, five rebounds before fouling out. Noah had 6 points, 14 rebounds He fouled out in, in overtime Jennings had 18 points, 11 assists Courtney Lee had 17 points, 9 rebounds Played a good game, man Kuzminskis had 13 off the bench And Justin Holiday off the bench, 15 points, 9 rebounds Off the bench, he played 36 minutes Think about it, 48 minute game And they played It was a 68 minute game That's a lot of, that's a lot of basketball, right? Amazing I, I watched the last 2.5 overtimes It's pretty cool Now, this was during the game. During the game, he was serenaded with Chance uh, Carmelo of Let's Go Clippers when he was taking free throws. I mean, fans were on him, man. And now the Knicks under Phil Jackson's watch are 70 70 and 143. 3 and and 4 in the last seven. 21 and 28 overall. The Hawks improved to 28 and 20. But how about that 142 139 four overtime game? I don't even know the last time they played a four overtime game. It has to be a while. <sighs> tough. Tough one. Tough one for the Knicks. But you know what? They didn't give up. Kylo Quinn also fouled out. You had a lot of guys foul and they just kept they kept playing. And I'll tell you, they had a shot. Accordingly, a couple open looks in the fourth overtime. They would have felt they would have one of those balls would have would have uh fell. Hey, we would have had five overtimes. That would have been pretty cool, right? And we got some jet news. Yes, the Jets have supposedly have a new offensive coordinator. It is Saints wide receivers coach John Morden. It is his first coordinator job in the NFL. Now, he worked on Sean Payton's staff, worked as an offensive coordinator for Pete Carroll at USC, worked with Harbaugh at San Francisco 2011 to 2014. Kaepernick was the quarterback. Three NFC Championship games. They also lost the Super Bowl during that time to the Ravens in the Harbaugh Bowl. Now last year with the saints you had brandon cooks under warden's watch last year you had brandon cooks over 1100 yards michael thomas over 1100 yards and cooks thomas and willie sneed combined for 21 touchdowns last year now they sh- and he also with the niners he worked with anquan bolden crabtree got some good game- seasons out of them now they said he's uh, he shows the aptitude for improving wide receiver play not yet proven if we can do the same with quarterbacks. We shall see. I've talked about this a couple days ago. It is now happening. And the Nets yesterday lost 129-109 to the T Wolves. T Wolves improved to eighteen and twenty-nine. Nets fell to nine and thirty-eight. They are one and sixteen of the last seventeen. Brooks Lopez had 10, 25 points, but, only, but 10 of them came in the first 6.43 of the game. Jeremy Lynn, his 35th game miss this season. 35. Carl Anthony Towns for the T-Wolves had a game-high 37 game high 30, 13 rebounds and a game-high 4 blocks. Now, Isaiah White had 10, eight, 10 points, 8 assists. Karis LeVert had 11 points off the bench. Spencer Dinwiddie, 13 points. Also, they're not sure when... The guard Joe Harris for the Nets, his ankle ankle is progressing, but they're not they don't have a real timetable on when he's going to return. Now the Wolves shot over fifty one percent, nine for twenty on threes, that's forty five percent. Now the Nets have the second toughest schedule in basketball. Also, they fell behind 19-7, and they never got closer than three points. I'll tell you, nine and thirty eight, and Rondé Hollis Jefferson was only played eight oh eight with a sore right ankle. No, no further update. I was I was able to find he was plus nine. No other net was better than negative three on the game. Now the Nets bench did score fifty points, and Quincy Ac in his last game of his second 10 10-8 contract had five points. And during those eleven games, he was eleven for seventeen from three. And Kenny Atkinson said, "Hey, you know we'll keep them around. They're nine and thirty eight. You have your your centerpiece. One of your centerpieces, Jeremy Lin, has played twelve games this year. Missed." Thirty-five of them. Has played forty seven games and he's missed thirty five of them. Now think about that. Thirty-five of forty seven games he hasn't played this season. That's a rough one. Not gonna win many games. If you don't have a you know, and I'll tell you, you know, it's good that Whitehead uh is getting playing time, you know? It's good. And Karis Lavert, now they're sitting him some and Spencer Didwitty, who wasn't even on the team earlier this season, he's stepping up. But damn, how about that, right? Nine and thirty-eight—that tough year, tough year. And hey, fairly, you know, I was talking during, during my show on JD Talking Sports on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Drop the G. Also, subscribe to JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on iTunes. Love, love to get you to subscribe to my podcast. I talked about yesterday the fairly Dickinson Knights finally got to five hundred ten and ten. They were eight and one in the conference, the NEC playing at Bryant came in the game came in the game that the, under under 500 and 4 and 5 in the conference 7 to 15 4 and 5 in the conference well they lost 73-72 in overtime at Bryant team they'd beaten 87-84 on January 7 on on the FDU's home court the good thing is well the good thing and bad thing is LIU Brooklyn lost to Central at Central Connecticut 62-51, they fell to 7-3 and three in the conference. But Mount St. Mary, who beat FDU on their home floor, they won over Sacred Heart at home, 67-53. They're 9-1 in the conference. FDU falls to 10-11, 8-2 in the conference. They were actually up 72-71. Earl Potts Jr. hit a basket with nine seconds left. But then Nizre Zuzua, who had 25 points, For Bryant in overtime, hit a jumper with four seconds left to get the win for Bryant. Give them the win, and FDU had their four-game winning streak snapped. That's a tough one. See, on JD Talkers Sports, we 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 give you all the information. We do, we do. And then we have boxing last. What did I watch last night? Yeah, Connor said his pay-per-view Q and A, which he was in a tuxedo last night, would have a greater attendance than UFC on Fox. 23 last night, and he said, uh, F you, pay me. Okay, good for you. And he also said that he wants to, uh, you know, WrestleMania, 33, April 2nd, Orlando, Florida. He said he'd love to go and have a real knock. Okay. Also said that Floyd Mayweather and him could fight in late 2017, early 2018. He said he expects the fight to be worth $1 billion. Okay, if you think so. And Floyd said during a Showtime fight last night, between Leo Santa Cruz and Carl Frampton, that the fight would probably take place between 147 and 150. $1 billion? You know, I, I, I'm not going to put it past them. It could be. It could go for big money. We we don't know. Leo Santa Cruz, who had lost his title, WABA February, featherweight title to Carl Frampton last year, won in a majority decision this time around. They said they're going to have a third fight. But he was the aggressor of Santa Cruz. I felt in the first fight, which he was a very active fighter, but in the first fight, he kind of just got out of his game plan, and he was the better fighter. Even Frampton said the better guy won. But I'd love to see the two of them fight again. No one was seriously hurt in the fight, but, well, Frampton went down, but he slipped. It was a trip. But it was a good fight. Then there was a fight on HBO. I can't remember the two guys who fought, and one of the guys is just his face looked like, wow. And they let it go 11 rounds. His eyes were slits. He had a cut on his head. It, it was it, it was ugly, it was ugly. They had that on. Then they had UFC on last night. Jorge Masvidal, Mas Mas, Mas Masvidal, Jorge Masvidal. He beat Cowboy Donald Cowboy Cerrone on a TKO in the second. Cerrone came uh, in as the number five welterweight. Masvidal, was that was his third straight win. He wants a bigger fight. Actually, uh, Cerrone was knocked out in the first round, but the bell saved him. And then he was knocked out on punches. He, I don't think he was. And Masvidal, as I said, three-game win win streak. He wants bigger fighters. And then they had the... That was the uh, co-main event. And then in the women's fight, Juliana, Juliana Pena, she lost... She was the number two bantamweight contender, and then she lost to the number one contender, Valentina Shevchenko, on an armbar in the second round. And I thought that Pena was actually dictating the fight, and then all of a sudden she got her on her back in the second round. It was like then the second round, she got a little sloppy, Pena, and bam, that was it. And then uh, Amanda Nunez came in, the champ in, champ came in at the end, and that's who's supposedly going to fight in the next fight. But I wasn't, uh, it was more a tactical fight. I think uh, Shevchenko is the kind of woman who just kind of comes up on you and then before you know it, bam. And that was it. She got that armbar on and bam, it was over. She tapped out. It was like, wow, I didn't expect that fight to be over. But it was kind of cool. A lot of boxing, MMA. I like seeing all that stuff. And uh, NBA Cavs are interested in it. Shelvin Mack and Jameer Nelson. Who Shelvin Mack's a little younger, but Jameer Nelson's been playing for a long time to fill in for the veteran point guard role via ESPN. Not going to get a lot of minutes out of them. And Draymond Green calls LeBron's denial of rivalry between the Cavs and Warriors a bunch of bullcrap. His words, not mine. I, I can. That, that, it's a rivalry. You mean in the finals two straight years in a row. It's a rivalry. And it looks like they'll meet again this year. It's a rivalry. Last night, Boston beat the Bucks. Actually, I don't, do I want to talk? Yeah, yeah. Boston now, 29-18. and 18. Isaiah Thomas, 37 points. The Greek freak had 21. Bucks fell to 21 and 26. And then last night, how about this? Golden State beats the Clippers, 144-98. Curry only plays three quarters, has 43 points in three quarters, 25 points in the third quarter. He outscores the Clippers himself, 25-23. And Golden State's now only 40-7. 40, 40 wins, 7 losses, 9-1 their the last 10. Clippers fell to 30-18. and 18. And last night, the Heat won their 7th in the row. 116-103 over the Pistons. Heat improved to 18-37 straight win. How about that? That's awesome. Goran Dragic had 23, and Andre Drummond had 17 points, 20 rebounds for the Pistons. And then Sacramento, on a go ahead layup with 14 and a half seconds left. DeMarcus Cousins 35 points. They they pull out the win at the Hornets 109-106. Hornets, fourth straight loss, Charlotte falls to 23-25. Sacramento is 19 20. He Cousins is a beast, man. He is a beast. And NBA NBA Contact State Department to ask how immigration ban affects players with roots from seven affected countries. This going to this going to be a mess. This whole thing's going to be a mess. It's going to take a while for this, right? It's going to take a little while. What do I have to say on this? I think there's a better way. To, instead of banning, I think we get have a better system of, I'm not really political, but couldn't there be a better system to, just as we go into other countries, aren't we checked out, as, opposed, as, we, as people are when they come here too? I just think there should be a better system. But banning everybody? I don't know if that works. It's going to get messy. It's going to get messy before it gets better and LeBron, today first player in Cavs history with 20,000 points. Cavs beat the Thunder 107-91 behind LeBron's 25, 14 rebounds, 8 assists. Kyrie Irving had 29 and Russell Westbrook only had 20 points, 12 rebounds, uh 10 assists. 24th triple-double of the season. Oklahoma City 28 and 20. After the loss, Cavs 32 and 14. Think about that. 24 triple-doubles in 48 games. Half his games, triple-doubles. That's pretty, that's a hell of a year, man. Russell Westbrook, we're seeing greatness. We are seeing greatness. And Des Bryant, hey, Dez Des got a little angry. Dez said that the, uh, cr- criticized the media for, uh, About OBJ, you know, you know, every little thing they said. All, all it is is him wanting to win. Okay. Okay. All right. I, uh, I don't agree, but you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. And about this NHL All Star Game today, I talked about it yesterday during my show. Wayne Simmons, three goals, scored the game winner. The Metropolitans beat the Pacific Conference four three. MVP of the tournament. He got a truck, Wayne Simmons. Congrats. Nice, nice day. Nice truck. And Chris Ballard, the new GM of the Colts, spent the last four seasons in the Chiefs front office. Colts have a new GM to go with Mr. Pagano. We shall see how that goes. And Steelers wide receiver Martavius Bryant applies for reinstatement after a season-long suspension for substance abuse violation. They could have used him against the Patriots. That's for sure. How about this? All right. And does anybody... You know, hey, we had the Senior Bowl yesterday. sixteen fifteen, South wins. Quarterback uh, from Cal, Davis Webb. You know, he took over for Jared Goff. They said he doesn't have as strong an arm, but quite similar, quite similar numbers in the same offense at Cal. He led three scoring drives on all three of his possessions in the game. sixteen fifteen, as I said, and he was the MVP of the Senior Bowl. I did not watch one second of it. I watched way too much. I watched Serena, Venus... I watched Inferno good movie I saw The Secret in Their Eyes Secret in Your Eyes I said, whatever uh, Nicole Kidman Julia Roberts and I can't pronounce it uh, he, if you saw the actor Nigerian actor I think he's Nigerian you know I saw the Spanish version of this the American version it was good it was good not as good as the other version but it was good I I'd say give it a shot give it a shot and then what else we watch yeah that was it that was it but good stuff UConn women yesterday, 95th in a row, 91-42 over Houston. Gabby Williams had 19 points, 10 rebounds. Jasmine Harris led Houston with 14. They were only 53-18 at the half. How about that? 95th straight. And Duke, hey, 34 points from Luke Kennard. He had a game-winning three-pointer with 6.6 seconds left. Number 17, Duke won 85-83 over Wake Forest. And Grayson Allen was hit with a technical He uh, was joined at a Wake Forest player. Had to be held back by his teammates. Some guys just like creating a lot of noise. I'm not one of them. That's just me. Duke, 16-5, 4-4 in the conference. Wake, 12-9, 3-6 in the ACC. And how about this? Marcus Keene from Central Michigan. First player with four 40-point games since BYU's Jimmer Fredette. Remember him? Did it with BYU. Now, they won 105-98 over Kent State. He had 41 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 6 turnovers in 43 minutes. They won 105-98 in overtime. Kent State had beaten them 10 straight. Central Michigan is now 14-7, four and 4-4 four in the Mid-American Conference. Kent State fell to 11-10, three and 3 But how about that? F- four games of 40-plus points. He had 50 this season, too. That's impressive, right? I'm impressed by that. That's cool. And UNC loses. They lost yesterday at Miami, 77-62. They were held to a season-low 22 in the first half. Now the freshman, Bruce Brown for Miami, 30 points on only, 11 shots, 4 for 6 from 3. 8 and 11 overall, 4 for 6 from 3. UNC had a 7-game win streak, snapped. 19-4, 7-2 and, four, seven and two in the ACC, UNC is now. And Miami improved to 14-6, 4-4. Four four. How about that, 22 points in the first half? You're not going to win too many games. But the good thing is, is that Florida State, also lost. They lost to Syracuse, 82 72. Syracuse improved to 13 9, 5 4 in the conference. Florida State fell to 8 4 and 6 3 in the ACC. How about that? And Kansas won at Kentucky's second straight time at Rupp Arena, 79 73. They even had Michael Buffer to announce, as did pump up the crowd, did not help. Frank Mason, the third, at 21 for Kansas. Who improved to nineteen and two? And Malik Monk had eighteen for Kentucky in their second straight loss, seventeen and four overall. How about that? That was been. I would. I'd, I'd Rupp Arena. That is up there. I'd like to go there. That would be kind of cool. And also ACC. Another Notre Dame. fell to seventeen and five, six and three. John Okogie hit a fast break layup as time expired. Georgia Tech beats Notre Dame 90 to sixty. Number fourteen Notre Dame. Georgia Tech improves to 13 and 8, 5 and 4. That all helps. Hey, North Carolina loses. Everybody else loses around them. And today, Nova beat number 12 UVA on a tip in at the buzzer. They won 61 59. The buzzer was uh, Dante. How about that? Dante DiVincenzo gets the tip in. Its time expires. They overcame a 13 point deficit. Nova now 20 and 2. UVA falls to 16 and 4. Ty Jerome led UVA, UVA with 15 and Mc- McCall, my, oh, I'm sorry, Michael Bridges, 15 points for Nova. And, I, you know, NHL, it was also a weekend. They had one of, I think, Kessler, his little kid, played in a shootout. It was really cute. Oh, 76ers turned down Cavs over a possible T.J. McDonnell trade. You see, that I like for the Cavaliers. Young guy, plays hard, he would be good. He would be a good guy for them have brought, but Sixers know they have some young guys. Let's keep them all. Now, Islanders are committed to New York, but not Barclays, says uh, Commissioner Gary Bettman. Bad ice. Also, fans say uh, hard to get to Brooklyn. Also, a lot of obstructed view seating there. Possible places they can move. I've talked about this before. City Field or the Belmont Racetrack. They could leave after the third or fourth season. They're in their second year now on their lease. They can do an opt-out clause in the license agreement. I guess we'll see, but they have been complaining about the ice for a while. They use plastic pipes. They said it. They said it affects all of the. Affects the ice. It's you know, especially during the playoffs and the season, they complained a lot about it. Hey, it's, it wasn't built for hockey. They never built it for hockey. It Was built, for, you know. I mean, it's amazing they moved in there, and they can't really move back to uh, Uniondale because they rebuilt the arena. They they renovated, but only seats 13,000. And right now they play in the small Serena. Barclays only holds a little over 15,000 for hockey. So they really can't go back there. And John Tavares is going to be a free agent after this year. A lot of things happen to the Islanders. You know, you the fans were pissed they left Long Island in the first place. I, I, You know, I think hockey's a great sport, man. I, and, and, you know, they talk about that. They're, they're not going to leave New York. And they said the hurricanes are not relocating from North Carolina. The club is not moving. That's what, so, Gary Bettman, and also that they're not going to participate. They're not going to let the hockey players participate in the 2018 Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, barring a game changer, says Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly. Actually, Bettman, uh, Bettman said that the, it received 10 seconds of consideration at the Board of Governors meeting on Saturday. Why not? Let them play in the goddamn Olympics. It's great for it's great for hockey. It's great for everything. I disagree with that. Wow. This just came in. 49ers higher. Hall of Fame. John Lynch. John Lynch is going from announcing football games to general manager. Six-year deal. Someone's got to explain this one to me. Uh, I'm a little stunned by this. Why would John Lynch... He was calling NFL football games this year. I guess he wants a... I'm a little stunned by this one. Yeah, I don't, I don't get this one. I want to read more into this one. I'm going to get more on this tomorrow. But wow, that that's that's a little perplexing, right? All right, now trivia question from last show: Who are the only two coaches? in college football history to play and serve as the head coach of a team that won the AP National Championship. Okay, first, Bud Wilkinson played on the 1936 Minnesota team that won it all and was head coach of a Sooner team that won titles in 1951, 55, and 56. And Dabo Swinney played on the 1992 Alabama team that won it all and, of course, coached this year's Clemson team that won the National Championship. Today's trivia question on J.D. Tolkien Sports Drop the G. How many African-American head coaches has the Chargers franchise had? How many African-American head coaches, football coaches, has the Chargers franchise had? Now, please subscribe to JD Talkin' Sports, drop G. G. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Everybody have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. i have some more on John Lynch. I'm a little shocked about that. Knicks lost a tough game. We got the Pro Bowl on. I might talk a little bit about that. Actually, I think I'm going to bed. I don't think anybody cares. (laughs) And who's going to win Miss Universe? Who knows? Not me. I don't look that good in a bathing suit. Well, I have nice legs. I'll give you that. All right. Everybody have a great night. Talk to you soon.